0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Picture Podcast. My name is Ine, and today we're talking about lust. So this all came about, um after a friend asked for my advice on how to deal with lust a few weeks ago. And I remember thinking, wow, <laughs> who does this person think I am? Okay, <laughs> so I dealt with that and I moved on. And then days later, I was asking slash thinking slash praying. <laughs> I was like, Holy Spirit. What what do I talk about in my next episode? And he was like, talk about loss. And I remember thinking, maybe why? Wow, like why? You know that this is something that I'm still dealing with. Why would you ask me to talk about this? And I really should stop arguing the Holy Spirit because it implies that I know more than He does that I don't. But anyway, I did because have sense apparently and. Yeah, I just I remember talking to him, saying lost. seriously it's something I would I I can be a perfectionist and I like to um have finished dealing with something, overcome it and then talk about from a place of, you know, I've moved on. But you always be this year to be vulnerable and that sometimes includes or involves talking about something as you are dealing with it. And I think that can be Amazing because you are really in that in that situation you are really leaning on God and as opposed to you know feeling like I can do all things by myself. well yeah, so he proposed it and now we're talking about it. So I think for the whole of this conversation for the whole of this episode I'm going to be using one particular I'm going to make a reference to one particular situation and how, what that taught me or how what that taught me about lust and how God is like one experience to really open my eyes about, you know, how damaging lust can be and how to overcome it and all of that. Um, so, I, as soon as I said to be serious to God a few years ago, you know, I, I decided I was going to commit totally to him and one of the ways to commit was to be celibate. and it worked for a while, I was celibate for a couple of years, I think two, little, what two years I was celibate. Then I jumped, <laughs> and if I'm being honest to myself, I the only reason why I fell was because it outside as a slippery slope. Well, what was it? How do I put this? It started as a slippery slope, or it went it just it didn't seem like it was happening, but now that I'm looking back at it, I see that it was a sleepy slope. Instead, like, you know, the Bible talks about or Jesus talks about. Lost, and it says once you see someone and you you start lost after them in your head, in your mind, you're restless in it. And I think that's exactly what happened for me. There was this person in my life, and I started to lose after them in my head. And I knew, I think I knew, or maybe I I don't remember if I knew, but now that I know, I I can catch it now. But then for some reason, I let it continue in my head. And once it starts, once it happens in your head, if you do not cut it immediately, because Bible talks about you know taking control of every impure thought and make and only focusing on things that are noble and true. There's a reason why the Bible talks says things like that. Because once you see or start to have an impure thought in your head and you let it happen, you don't take control of it. You have had one chance. <laughs> you, go, you only goes downhill from there, and that's exactly what happened to have this impetus about this person and instead of you know capturing it and, and taking hold of it and seizing it i died there. i laid in it i bathed in it <laughs> and that seed just continued growing and it became a full tree and then sex happened and that just showed me that we really well, for me we really need to be aware of what's going on in our head as soon as as soon as you start to look at someone that God made and you are just seeing them, you know, through lust and you are seeing them as sex, sexual objects, it, 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 there is a problem and you should, you should imme- immediately run to God. Now I know differently. Now I know that there's something that God has been teaching me this year, which is seeing other people as image bearers and I, I think I learned that term from Jackie Hill Perry. Everybody on earth, including you, is an image of God because we are all created by the same God. So when you see someone, you're not supposed to just see. I know the world sees, yeah, the world trains us to see someone and, and see us or boobs or, you know, just fine face or dimples. Like, maybe just see them as sexual beings or like just see them as what makes them attractive. But with this difference, when God wants us to see people and see them first as himself as a reflection of himself and when that happens it really does change how you interact with them. Whenever I can see someone and see God in them <laughs> getting this ones get just talking about this. Whenever I can see someone and see the God in them, I can love them the way God wants me to love them. There's a genuine love and joy and happiness that comes that shows in how I interact with them. You know, I, I can forgive them. I I I, I won't hold is against them because I am recognizing that the same amazing that made with this person. So this person is family. You know, this person is. I am one with this person. Like it doesn't even matter if the person is you know on this same frequency. That it doesn't matter. All that matters is that I'm me that I have this you know understanding and and so the person fault us is fine. You yeah, are loved. I still love you. The person the person says the main thing to me is fine it's as your flesh talking i can see beyond that see the person i can see the person that made me in you and that's all that matters so i think that's one important thing i learned or have been learning you know with people when i meet someone for the first time and i it, it takes a while it's not something that happens um, overnight you know it's something that the better the more you do it the better you get at it the more practice you know the more you practice it the better you become so And it really helps when you know we renew our minds on a daily basis. Anytime I read the Bible, I'm like, God has so much sense because He puts every everything. There's nothing you need that is not in the Bible. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And if for some reason you feel like what you need is not there, the Holy Spirit will give you. it will help you understand that Bible verse, and that Bible verse will you know speak to your situation and water and like there is. Really nothing. So as we, you know, spend time with God and we, we renew our minds, it, it becomes so much easier to start to operate the way God wants us to operate. And one of those ways is by recognizing that every single person, whether you like them or you don't like them, every single person is created by the same God. And so it's just, it's just. If, for instance, I have many father. If my heavenly father, like I know all my, I know all my siblings. But for some reason, if my heavenly father comes and says I have a child somewhere, or I have three children hanging around, and I see them and I see my dad in them, it does something, or even, it doesn't even need to be my dad, like, I have cousins that we all look so alike, and then anytime I see them and I see either my mom or my dad in them, I can I can love them in a way that I might not be able to love, it's total strange that I look nothing alike, like, that we don't look anything don't look like each other. So when you recognize that every single person that's have on this earth from from worry <laughs> of the drums of the world to to the thoughts that or the beggar on the road that you see every day, every single person is like that. It really does change. You can't you can't recognize that fact. You can't see someone at the animal and then start losing after them because they have dimples or because they are bonbon, because they have six packs and I for some people this might sound like you know I'm saying nonsense but trust me <laughs> it works and if I, I truly believe that this is how God wants us to see other people But God, God did not create us to the, the world to see things like oh we are sexual beings nah. God did not create us to, you know to just have sex and lust on our minds because if that's the case then we are no better than animals that's all they do you know eat sleep sex and even the, they don't care like we had dogs growing up and you would say that they did not care if their mother and father or sister they don't even know what is which is which so they just but we are animals we are higher animals you know we have sense and we are so we are not supposed to just be led by our flesh and just be led by you know our hormones and all those things we are supposed to be different and think differently and one of these ways is recognizing that every single person an image bearer and once you come to that realization then truly it becomes a lot harder for you to lust after someone that was one thing second thing that i learned from that experience and how to deal with loss is that see god has freed us you know i was reading i think it was yesterday i was reading this bible verse and it says that um since we're new to the cross, and Jesus Christ guides our in, and we're supposed to, you know, live in freedom. And John 8:34, I, I like um, the Passion translation. It says, "I speak eternal truth." Jesus said, "When you sin, you are not free. You become a slave, in bondage to your sin." I learned this the hard way. Once you start to love after someone become a bond, slave to that and then when you start to have sex with that person that is not your husband it's not your wife <sighs> you become a slave to that and if you, if it really is depressing you will find i found myself getting depressed because you know loss and sex is different once you become a child or once you become a born again christian before you didn't have sense <laughs> before you are bitten in a different frequency but once you become a born-again Christian, you can't go back to these things and and not feel like you are soiling yourself and not feel like, you know, you're just not this is not what Jesus Christ died for. Like this is not how Jesus Christ uh, this is not what Jesus Christ died for. You know, like it just feels wrong. It just feels I think there was a time where I even became impressed because I was just like I didn't feel right. I felt like I don't remember watched the movie where someone was stuck in don't move i felt like that and you really do become that's the thing once you start to do these things or start to give in to or start to gratify the flesh and ignore the spirit it's a trap (laughs) there is no denying that it is a trap You, you start to become a slave to your flesh and you start anything 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 you respond to anything given to you become a slave to so if i'm constantly giving into my flesh i become a cliff my flesh i found myself doing things that ideally ordinarily with my normal god-like mind and sense i would have said there's no way i would have done that but now it was just it was like i was looking at myself act like a fool and i couldn't see a way out i was and the thing you think with lust <laughs> Yeah, i learned this one the thing with loss and sex and and living outside of god's plan for you and will for you just basically living by the flesh is that no sin comes by itself when flesh comes and when when lust comes and then sex comes then lying will come then cheating will come then stealing which is basically what you're doing will come then all these other things like there's no one thing that comes by itself. So there were times where in order for me to have to do this, I had to lie, and uh, it just made me hate myself. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what existence is this? What kind of life am I living? And so you're lying because you're constantly it, it's like you're taking meat from before. They can do something else within, so it, you just have to keep. It. <sighs> it is so draining and stressful and just. Oh my God! not what it like to think that there's an alternative? To think that you can just chill and then wait and then have it and just die on it. But no, <laughs> your flesh. will say no, it's now. If you don't have it now, you will die, which is not true. But yes, I learned that. But once you give in to your flesh, you become a slave to it, and you, be, you, you, you don't have joy. You don't have peace. You don't and. Trust me, without these things that God has given us, you, you really you you really live a nonsense life. Like you don't have joy, you don't have peace of mind, you can't sleep well, it just it just feels like something is wrong because something is wrong. You are you are you are a new creature acting like an old person, like the old self, like your old self and no, you are you are a new creature with God awareness acting like someone that is in the world, and those two things don't go together, and so you just you just feel trapped, someone else that isn't where you are, would, might be doing it and not feeling anything, but you are doing it, and every single time you are just feeling like this is not me, I'm not supposed to be here and with that, with that, that, that that living like that really sucks, because Jesus Christ really died, I would like, have an abundant life, and that abundant life is means living free of everything of all the things that you used to do of all the chains you know that all the bondage every single thing and so when we give in to lust and we give in to and start having sex or give into to lust and start abusing our bodies that's the thing when you when you when you become a child of good you are living in union with christ you have someone else living inside your body Your your spirit has been activated, like it really does go beyond what we see. And so, I think I remember thinking, like, sometimes, like, wow, why am I putting God in this situation? (laughs) Like, it's it's the way you feel when you are good with God, when you are following His commandment because He says, You know, if you love me, you follow my commandment following his commandment, they are living the life that you know God wanted to live, and it's just, it's just joy, and it's just peace, and it's just awesome. it's, it's everything going, going well for you, and then you falter, then you lost a someone, and then you it to that person, even before you even have to, just be lost it alone, and he starts to feel like, I am bringing God into my mess, I'm bringing God into this disgusting thing, and this is the creator of the whole universe, you... It just feels wrong. It just feels weird, and that experience, and it doesn't feel right because it feels like Jesus Christ or oh God loved you so much He sent His Son to die for you, right? And then God died. for Jesus Christ died for you, and then you are taking that amazing gift. I are doing it the way. I you're will, will willingly and willfully walking into into bondage because the more you do it, it just feels like you are constantly. Wrapping yourself like there's a snake around you and it's tightening every single time, and you can't move, but you can. But the the amazing thing is, you know, the Bible tells us that if you freely, you know, then I thought that once loss comes in, and once once, lost sex sex comes in, lies come in, you know, guilt comes in, and shame. Oh, I do not even listen to my first episode. I was talking about how you know shame prevented me from starting this thing. Shame, that thing is a life on the pit of hell. It is, it is, a trap. Oh my God, shame is so. <sighs> when you start, once you start with something that makes you ashamed, once you start be something that doesn't make you feel like a person that you should be feeling in God, run That's 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 because once you start, to, once you give into lust and give into sex. Shame, shame comes in and takes, con- like, comes and sits on the throne and is constantly, who are you? You go to church and everybody, and you're like, hey, what are you doing here? And then you're thinking, okay, maybe I should stop going to church, maybe I should start laying in my house. Shame doesn't go away, shame comes and here. Are you sure? And you just, it's just, you just, just, you find yourself getting tortured. And then one day you wake re- up and realize, wait. And, and this is not what god, this is not, like, i know that god has called me to be so why am i living like this so trust me i don't know if i'm making sense not my family <laughs> but basically i'm saying that once you give it to lost it doesn't it doesn't end it's it's just it's just more and more and more things get piled on it and one day you wake up and you recognize yourself and that's not the life that we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live an abundance life. We're supposed to live, free- like we're supposed to live in freedom, to boldly live in freedom and to say, nope, there's no shame here, there's no guilt here, there's no, there's no loss here, there's no sin here. Every day you wake up and you're like, I, I even wake up and it's just an amazing day because you have one, you have that peace, you have that life is good. Once loss comes in, I allow loss to stay there, and all these other things coming, That is the end. <laughs> And so I had to, I learned the hard way that this loss thing, nah, it's not worth it. Another thing I learned is this thing called loss or this thing called sex, it can be, it can be complicated and I would explain. So sometimes people, people, people uh, think that people sometimes people just, when people have sex it's because they're attracted to each other and that's it but sometimes when you have sex with someone especially when you're not you're not supposed to and it's outside of web look you are using it as something you're using it to um, fill a hole in you you're using it to I know. I thought okay let me stop speaking theoretically let me talk about myself there were times, the times I found out that the times that I gave in to my flesh and again to sex and lost. It was times when I wasn't fe- um, filled up with, the, with I hadn't spent enough time with God. I had been, you know, it, it, it happened. It was easier for me to give in to my flesh when I stayed away from God, and then it was easier for me to give in to my flesh on days on, on when I was having a bad day, when I was not happy. Sex and this person became a way to escape from my troubles. And anybody that uses sex or alcohol or drugs to escape from their issues, or to to validate—maybe you are feeling you're having a bad day and you don't feel so good about yourself—and you decide I'm going to, you know, get high or or smoke or have sex to make myself feel good it's a temporary high and you will come down and that coming down will be worse it would be it'll be like falling from falling from I don't know a mountain top whatever you thought you felt before will be doubled three times more once you land and it just isn't worth it. If one thing I've learned from this is that in good times as as believers in good times you're supposed to turn to God and in bad times you're supposed to turn to God. A human being sex with a human being, alcohol, whatever it is, can never can never replace I can never take up God's place in your life. So if you have, if you if you try to do I, I learned this a hard way, if you try to use any other thing but God to feel something in you it will be worse than how you were to start with and so and even even before I go into how damaging that can be what should be that what oh, should mean that using someone for sex and sometimes you don't even know that you're doing it until later and just realize and it doesn't mean that you don't like this person and like hate this person no it just That's the thing when when we act outside of God's will and God's plan, we 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 just because we are giving into ourselves, our flesh, we become selfish and we are just taking and taking for ourselves and we no regards for anyone else, even if it seems like, which is why you know we can't really love the way we are supposed to in the world outside of God. We can't love anybody the way God loves us because god's love so how can you how can you attempt to give something when you have not received from the source (laughs) what (laughs) no but seriously so to move on from love and come to this situation i remember one time and it was like i was having this conversation with god and he was like why i if there's anything i think this is one of the biggest things for me from this whole thing god loves every single person he makes and God doesn't want any any of his children to be using any of his other children because he really is like that. We are all God's children, so he doesn't want us to be using other people. He doesn't want us to abuse ourselves and he doesn't want us to abuse other people. And so when, for me, I would have sex with this person because I was having a bad day, or I was feeling down, or I was having body image issues, or I just needed something to make me feel good, and instead we don't the only person in him, you just, it's, 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 you find, when you spend time with God, we live with joy, and, and, it's not happiness, but happiness comes and goes, but joy is a constant state of mind, like, you, you live with joy, you live with peace, you live, it's like we are charged, it's like we are phone that is fully charged, and we are happy, and, it's like we are, one of those Instagram babies that just sit down in the bathtub, and they're just dancing, and enjoying their lives, that's really easy, because when we come to God and we spend with Him, we have everything. We we become, we become troubled and we live at peace. We live, we, you know, the Bible says, you know, uh, Jesus says, you know, cast all your burdens, your right? When we come to Him and we cast everything, we live. It's like we come carrying loads on our head and carrying, you know, stuff on our shoulders and then we drop it and He hugs us and He fills us up with peace strength and his peace and anxiety goes away and, and all the things that are stop- disturbing you go away and you are just left amazing things. But when we carry those burdens and we go somewhere else in my case having sex with this person I was using this person. God showed me that I was using this person and he didn't like that. He didn't like the fact that I was using his child. You know, even if the child didn't even know what was happening. Even if the child was using me to, it didn't even matter i I'm I'm supposed to know better. If you know better you do better. And I knew better but I wasn't doing better. And he showed me that he did not that's, that's not his plan for any of his children. Because I wouldn't like if someone was using me, even if I didn't know that they were using me, even if they didn't know that they were using me. It really sucks when someone was using you and sex is such a beautiful thing that God created. None of the most <laughs> amazing things that he has created, but it is it's wonderful. But it can be, but outside of its container, it can be the consequences, or it can be it can be damaging. It's like fire, right? Fire is amazing when you're using it when it's coming out from your gas because you can use it to cook. You know, fire is amazing when it's coming out of you know how it's supposed to come out. But when you let when fire comes out of that gas and starts burning so well, and then it, it starts to burn your house because it's being used out of its container it's being used not the way it was created to be used it's the same thing with sex sex create God created sex but he also created a container for it which is marriage so when we attempt to take this beautiful thing that God created and use it outside of the, outside of the container it was created for it's like wildfire it's, it's just like just burning everything and it, it it, it hurts him because imagine if you created, I don't know, a phone to be used, you know, to make calls and to surf the internet and all these things, and someone took that phone you created and was using to dunkarin, like that's clearly a misuse of, you know, what you created and that's clearly not what you created it to, to be used for, and so he showed me that now. Nah, begin this you can't you can't take this if you my child that you know, you know better <laughs> you have access to it you can't you can begin this you can't take this beautiful thing that created and this is selfishly and think that there will not be consequences or even will not there will not be it won't damage you somehow it won't burn you somehow it won't do something to you and you can't take you can't you can't take it and I don't know about any of these movies where people will think that they have sense and they will take something they're not supposed to take and then the thing will, you know, either come alive and bond their hands or so it's like something like that. You know, we cannot have sense more than the person that <laughs> created sense or more than the person that created something. We cannot think that we can use, use we can take something that God has created and use it anyhow we like for our own benefit and that it would not affect us in some ways. Yeah, God showed me to that experience that, you know, this thing was with there for a time and a season and and for a purpose and you don't get those that purpose outside of it. It doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it doesn't, it's not, because it's not happening for the right reasons, it just, it doesn't feel the same way. Like, so you're creating, you're having sex with this person and you're starting to build a bond with this person, but then this person is in yours. And maybe this person doesn't feel the same way and it just hurts and sucks and and then at the end of the day this beautiful thing that got created becomes something that you that is messing up your life and I'm saying that a lot. <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say is beyond that as I said in the beginning, we are all God's children, right? And we're all created by the same God. And so when we attempt to use people, uh, the fellow children, God's fellow children, God doesn't like that. We're not supposed to be using each other for our own, you know, for the best of our flesh. That really, it really sucks and God is really against that. We're supposed to, you know, love one another and be kind to one another and treat each other, extend the same. Grace that God has given us to other people mm. so any other thing eh, apart from that is outside of God's plan outside of God's um, desire for us and I think I, I learned that they had this experience with this experience that God is not about this life <laughs> and God doesn't want that His children so I think in conclusion if you haven't picked anything that I've said from this whole conversation, loss starts from the mind so to deal with lust we have to continue we have to practice taking hold of every thought that is not noble and true taking hold of every thought that you know that god is not that is god is not part of this and it, that gets easier when we spend time with god when we spend time renewing our mind because imagine if you if, imagine if you were having sex from second school if you don't have you have having said and you need no God until you, you, you until you get something that's years of living one way of life because now you have access to God and you now you're born again and you have to live a different kind of life God you know like a godly life it's a holy life and you can't do that by operating on the same frequency or operating on using the same mindset you used in your previous life you need to renew your mind and that only happens by with God and by spending time in him and reading his word and the more you do it you know one day you wake up and realize oh I can save this person and the first thing I see uh, the first thing I notice isn't their um, physical attributes is God is that God created this person that God loves this person and God wants me to extend every single thing that he has shown me and he has put me into this person and the day you get to that part, the day you become that person, it really is amazing, it really is beautiful, it really is, is is something to look forward to, that one day I will get there and, you know, and this will be my reality, it won't be something that I just heard it won't be something that I, I, I see once in a while but it to be a state of mind there are people like that I know people like that I've been to people like that you know in my church and you can tell the way they act they react to every single person whether it's male or female it's the same way because it really is we're all God's children we're all this part of this amazing family and so it shouldn't some people find think it's it, or should some people find it easier when it's someone of the same sex, but it really, it really shouldn't matter whether it's made of female, because if you are really looking at someone through God's eyes, through God's lenses, me. well, as I said, it takes, you know, time and practice and the help of the Holy Spirit, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but you can't, you can't live this life without <laughs> the help of the Holy Spirit, because it is really the other thing, air beneath our wings. <laughs> he's the power is he's, he's what gives us. He's just we can't do this without him, you know. And so it starts with every day as I'm leaving this house. In fact some these days sometimes not even need to leave the house. Because if you just go online, Instagram. It just it's just oh my god. But yes that's another thing. You really t- to truly deal with slash overcome lust you you should spend time in God. Uh, renew your mind on a daily basis is this this renewing your mind? At certain time but it, it it won't work if you only do it on Sunday. When the Bible says, when the pastor says bring out a Bible, nope, you trust me, it will not work. You will just be charged up for one day or even half a day, and then you go back to your old ways. We need to. It can only work if you continuously, you know, abide in Him and you know, live a union life with Him, and so that have that helps. Another thing that helps is accountability. Having people surrounding yourself with people that are like minded and preferably even more spiritually mature than you are. That really helps. People that you can talk to. I remember when there was a the time when I was dealing with shame and I was able to call up someone. I was able to call her, her name is Sal- Salome. Just, she's an amazing blessing in my life. And I was able to call, call her up and just pour out everything I was feeling. And because she had dealt with it and she was spiritually mature, she could you know walk me through it. So it helps if you have people in your life that are spiritually mature than you and you know that really helps it helps if you have people that you can be accountable to whether it's your pastor whether it's a friend people that are on this same journey you should live a life You should surround yourself with people that are on this same journey and people that you can say, this is how I'm, you know this is how i'm feeling and they don't judge you people that you can say, i'm feeling i'm this lost thing or this my mind right now i need help please pray for me and they pray for you or they come and stay with you or they you know people that you can really be open with and say this is what i'm struggling with and they can be there for you and they won't make you feel bad for feeling like that because they, they understand that this is a journey you don't just become you don't just Go from zero to hundreds. It, it does happen like that for some people, but for some other people, for a lot, I think a lot of people, it takes you know a constant. It's it's it for them. It's process. It's a process, and so you need people in your life to to help you through this process. Another thing that helps with dealing with loss is making sure is, is making sure that your what you're where you're, where you're feeding yourself is godly. So that includes and doesn't trigger that. So that includes your twitter feed your instagram feed once i see if i'm on instagram and i see because sometimes people that you follow on instagram might not be the ones sharing these things but they might be reposting things from other people that you don't follow so once i see something from someone anything pornographic, whatever it is that i know that i'm not about this life that i see someone you know, putting something of a woman or nah, nah I just immediately mute them or I unfollow them. If I'm following them I unfollow. if I was following them I'm them. But if I'm not following them and it's posted from someone else I mute that person. So I never have to see their their post. On Instagram too I make sure that my once I go on Instagram like this I am fed by people that are on this same journey with me. I like going on Instagram I see feeling edifying you know content from Uchechi or Esther or you know, or the Nessie or or Christian Kane or Jackie Hill Perry. I like going on like, I like for my social media to be an extension of the life that I'm living. So, I want to go on Instagram and it feels like I'm... <laughs> Uh, this is an exaggeration, but I want to go on Instagram. And it feels like I'm reading my Bible <laughs> because everybody either posting either Bible verses or their understanding or interpretation of the word or their experience of God. You know, and that really helps. There are times like, when I finish that and I and I'm, I'm motivated to open my Bible myself. So that means I have something to hold and I say this is my own understanding of the Bible. Do you understand? So it really see I'm asking as you guys, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying you know it really does help when you feed yourself and the music you listen to you can't be on this journey and say you are trying to not give into to lust and sex and you are listening to uh, uh, all these songs that are just made for the wedding night <laughs> it really it, it can't you it can't you can't help because once you start to listen music is powerful don't let anybody you know I was, I was saying something that day and someone said oh I don't I don't hit because because his music doesn't influence me that's not true anything you listen to any music you listen to influences you that I like it or not it might not it might not seem like it's happening it might not even seem so obvious but it does in some way you start to find certain thoughts and if you are if you are self-aware you realize that those thoughts are generating from or coming from a music that you listen to and once it's, once that thing is planted in your subconscious then you want to start listening to that kind of music and it as I said it's a slippery slope and you just you don't know, you can't find your way out so it really does help if you listen to music that aligns, lines that's that's godly that is you know That is just constantly feeding you you want everything they are they are exposing yourself to to feed you and to build you up and not to tear you down make you vulnerable to your flesh and having conversations too the conversations you help it helps to deal with to to truly deal with and overcome loss it helps if you're having you know edifying conversations it helps if the people they are talking to are on the same you know it helps, it like if it's for, for instance, in my office. My office we make a lot of um, jokes and sometimes certain ones. And I don't always put myself in those things because once it starts, in my these things, and yeah, they just they seem sometimes they seem like oh, it's just talk. But once it starts, you just it becomes a lot easier for you to continue and continue and continue. That one chance so it helps that we sense what we are listening to and what we are saying and what we are thinking don't just be like oh it's just there's nothing here it's just a conversation it's just talk because when you, when you say it's just talk, that talk and it might, it might be it might not be that vulnerable but the person you are talking to might be because that's the thing when we become children of God right it, it's not just about us anymore about God and it's about his other children and so God doesn't want you to be the reason someone else falls even if it's someone that is still in the world so, nah. so yeah so all of these things can really help then if one thing one amazing one of the most amazing most important things I learned from all of these is God still loves me even if I fall and I, I think I another thing I learned is it it, it it helps if you stand up immediately. See so I I think the, the I don't think the trick the devil uses when you sin is it's like, Oh now you're dirty, now you're undeserving. Just lie down in this dirt and don't stand up. Lie down in this field and don't stand up. No. So God God convicts and the devil shames and the devil guilt trips you. So that's how you recognize the differences when you hear those voices in your head. When God convicts you, it's not so that you feel like trash, it's right? not so that you feel like oh my god, I'm too far gone and I can't come back. No. He convicts you because so that you can come back to him and say you know that what you did wasn't right. You're supposed to turn, immediately turn and not lie down there. And so that's one thing I learned is repentance and coming back and that you can always come back to him. It is it is truly amazing knowing that he said a good, good father who just wants you to come back home, you know. He's just standing there, like the story the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son. He's just waiting for you, like, I can see you. I just remember something else. One another thing I learned I'm sorry for you know cutting like that, but one thing I learned and I don't forget this um, thought is with this thing called <laughs> the loss and shame and sex, sometimes uh, one trap that you can get into is thinking that you can overcome lust and 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 shame and sex and guilt and all of these things that come with that lying by yourself. Once you get into that trap you will never get out because you constantly feel like God I need to, I need to make myself perfect if I come to you and you will never trust me. You will never get out. Because that's not how we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to live outside of God. We're not supposed to think that if if we could make ourselves pure and holy then why did jesus christ come what's the point but the reality is that we can't so when we try to do these things what happens is is we are like a baby that has pooped, and instead of calling an or you know yeah poophood <laughs> or pooped and instead of calling an adult to clean them up they attempt to clean themselves up i don't know if you like the other children but i have and the result is a mess. Like you come back and there's people on their face and on their eyes. And uh, you understand? That is how that's what it looks like when we try to get out of sin and shame and lust and sex by us, anything by ourselves. And God is just standing there, like, see me, look at me, I'm here. You're not supposed to do this by ourselves. We're like, no, I can't do it. No, way. I want to clean myself up if I call you. You know, I, 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 I. I when when this thing happened, I I found myself in this trap of thinking I need to I need to I need to clean myself up then I can present myself for the living sacrifice. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. Like truly, if you really think about it, if you could do that, then there will be no point for God to send the son to die for you because if we could end you know our salvation and our righteousness by works, then there will be no point. But we can't. You cannot and so I learned that I can only I can only live a holy life I can only sustain it with God's help so every day I wake up and I'm like God I need you Holy Spirit help me and it becomes a lot easier because I'm relying on his strength and not relying on my own strength because if I try to rely on my own strength I went out one chance and my strength might work for one day, but one day, or if I work for a week, or if I work for two days, or if I work for a month, but one day I'll fall. But if I rely on God's strength, I will never fall. If I continue to continue to abide in him and to trust in him and to rely on him and to truly drink from the source of life. It, it, it becomes a lot easier to see, not just to avoid or to overcome, but to see it coming. That's the thing. Once you once you spend time with God and once you rely on God for everything, including your strength and ability to say no, it becomes a lot easier for you to see it coming way before it gets to you. I think, I think that's one amazing thing that happens with God, because it's almost like he gives you foresight. It's like you can see it. So it's, something is something about to happen and you just is like if you if you if you start this conversation, this is where you're ending. This is where it's going to end. Or it might not end here today, but this is where it's eventually end. And you see it before it even happens you're like nope, I'm not doing this. Um not today. You know. So if you don't take anything away from this whole gist about lust and sex, I want you to know that, you know, no matter how many times you've fallen, God still loves you. I learned that too. God still loves me god is still there i remember one time okay this is a crazy experience right? i had been praying these prayers and i feel like god there's some prayers you pray and you know that this is not you and it was one of those prayers yeah, it was like i found myself praying god i want to i want to carry you everywhere with me I want you to be with me every single place I go. I don't just want to. I don't, I don't just want to experience you and to feel you with me in the morning when I'm reading my Bible and in the night if I go to when I my Bible if I go to bed. No, I want to feel you every single time. I want. To, I want to really know that you're with me two for seven. That is a dangerous prayer to pray but It really is an amazing prayer and you should definitely pray it. But yeah, I found myself praying this prayer. And as I was praying this prayer, right, I was also. I, I it was one of, it was doing this and I had to do this person. And I had before this, this happened. I had gotten to a point in my life where every day, as soon as I wake up, and as soon as I finish, you know, reading my Bible, or even sometimes I'll wake up with a song on my, in my in my heart, and it'll be like a godly song, a worship song, a praise song, whatever it is. Or sometimes, as soon as I finished, you know, reading the word, there'll be a song so this, this was like something that happened consistently for a while but it was fine because I was always in my house so I felt like you know it's just this was just in my in my house thing and then i remember this one time so we finished having sex and I stood up and no I was still lying down there it was in the morning and I was still lying down there no no we had had sex the night before and then slept and then I woke up and I, had, I felt this song in my heart and, but I also felt disgusting like why would I get this song when I had just done this despicable thing? Like, shame, shame and guilt was trying to come into this situation and tell me, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy. Like, I'm not supposed to be, you know, singing this. Like, I am, no, no, no. God can be here. <laughs> God can be in this situation. God can be, you know, no. I have to wait until I get to my house and then I will not until- something. <laughs> i will now satisfy myself in God's presence in my house because it's only in my house that God exists and I'm not in my house God doesn't exist and this song was trying to come out of my mouth and I was closed I think I remember one time actually physically using my hand to close my mouth I'm like nope you're not coming out because I'm in this dirty filthy place and and then at some point it was almost like I couldn't hold myself and the song came out I can't remember the song was but the song came out of my mouth and then this person joined in and for a minute there or more than a minute we were worshiping God together (laughs) and it might seem crazy and like what what are you saying but I think that one experience showed me that you know God is everywhere and even in my field God still loves me, God still wants to be with me but he doesn't God doesn't come into our lives to to leave us as we are he comes into our lives to make us like himself and so you can mess up but god still loves you but you can't stay like he doesn't love you so that you you die in that mess he loves you so that he he can free you from that bondage and truly give you an abundant life of freedom and peace and joy and all things good okay (laughs) I i think i'm done so i don't continue repeating myself but yeah Lost might, might seem like this thing that is weighing you and weighing you down, and you feel like you can't see a way out. But trust me, there's a way out and involves and includes God. And so just call on Him and He will help you. And I think that it's really important that I'm doing this now because we're about to enter a new year and a new decade. And I know that for some people, loss is something that they, are, it, they feel like loss is the one thing that they are still. Struggling with and that is preventing them to be all that they know that God has called them to be, and I'm just here. If you don't get anything from this, I'm just here to tell you that loss is not that powerful. Loss doesn't have to have a hold on you like that, and you can, you can let go and you can live an amazing life. That they can live the amazing life that God has called you to to live with God's help. Just, just spend time with Him. Just call on Him on a daily basis, not on a weekly basis, not on a monthly basis, not. On a you know call on him every day because i need your strength Let's, because by ourselves we can't do anything by ourselves all we have by ourselves is our flesh and so it makes sense that by ourselves we will give it to our flesh but when god comes into the situation it's different now we have god and we can rely on him and we can trust in him and he can give us everything that we need to fight all the things that we used to deal with and all the things that we are going to deal with and so just call on god he will show up in ways that you can't even begin to understand. He will show up, and instead of you being like that baby that was trying to clean himself up, he will take you and he will breathe you and he will cleanse you. And you know, he will put his clothes of righteousness and garments, I and it should just be a beautiful thing. And you will feel cold in ways that sex will never make you feel whole, You feel cold in ways that drugs and alcohol and whatever it is you are using you could never make you feel whole And that's something that only God can do. We can't do by ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I would really love to hear uh, your comments. You can always drop them Instagram, Facebook, where like, you see this. And yeah, until next time. Bye bye.